Absolute Geek Podcast. It is Tuesday night in Phoenix, and you're locked into the 83rd episode of the Absolute Geek Podcast. My name is Matt. And I'm Kyle. And tonight it is just me and Kyle as we are without Jose, who is MIA. We all have our theories about where Jose might be. I think he is participating in the um, Bears with No Hair, Luscious Lube and Dad Bod competition in San Francisco this weekend. And he just decided not to come home. Um, he found I, his soulmate, apparently. I think he, uh, he found the ultimate chimichanga, and once he ate it, it was the breaking point, and he became John Cena status. Kind of like, see him. Kind of like when, uh, no, kind of like in the first season of Silicon Valley. Remember when he they they took they're trying to figure out the name, and remember he took like the mushrooms, and he thought he was in this crazy oh, place. But yeah, he, but remember he was just in a J John all night. Yeah, I think Jose's maybe. He's saying that he he's dripping on some mushrooms in a porta potty <laughs> somewhere. Some along those lines, I think, and I think he's just. I think there was something in the chimichanga, mm-hmm. and I think now he's just MIA right now, and he's on. Maybe he's has he's, peyote in it or something. Yeah, he's his mind is open right now in the. He's just one with the earth, huh? <laughs> he's just probably laying underneath a park bench somewhere. <laughs> he's with the great. He's with the great guacamole gods. Huh? He's, he's probably sitting like in a like in a chimichanga plane. He thinks he's flying it right now, <laughs> flying it in and out of people's mouths. Yeah. <laughs> Dive bombing uh, with sour cream and shit. <laughs> bean <laughs> bean cannons. <laughs> But he's, re- but he's really just underneath the park bench. <laughs> Shooting soft tacos out of the air. <laughs> he's really just under a park bench. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah, Jose, uh, hopefully we'll be back soon. We don't know what's going on. But he's in the chimichanga in the sky. <laughs> yeah, the great chimichanga in the sky. But uh, let's get right into this week's episode. Well, before we do that, did you watch uh, Fear the Walking Dead? Yes, I did. What did you think of Fear the Walking Dead? It's taken a season and a half, but it's getting to be a really good show. Uh, it's it, uh, no, 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 no. It's starting to get good. Like it's it is. It, 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 is. it, it like this last episode. I mean, it was. Well, I felt this last episode was kind of slow compared to the last week's. This one was kind of slow, but it kind of continued forward. I like you know like they're and the, I think the only reason it's good, and I'm going to stick to this theory, is we've all been watching The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. So we know what the world is with zombies, and they're starting to figure it out. So we see where it's going. Like like they made the trade with uh, that singer. Yeah, Jesse and McCartney. Yes. I just found out he was a singer because I was watching Talking Dead. Yeah. But uh, so, like, they made the trade even though he was a zombie. You know what I mean? Like, they're figuring out the new world. Yeah. And you can really see that they're, you know, Johnny Depp guy is really... He's one of those people that are going to be awesome in the zombie apocalypse. He's in a yeah, world full of zombies. He's, he's kind of coming into his own, isn't he? Mm-hmm. And I kind of really like that where uh, his mom's going to the the basically shore to make the trade for Travis and the daughter. And he wants to go. He wants to go. And she tells him no. And he's like, why won't you let me do it? And she's like, because you want to. So you can kind of see that he's he's changing. And mm-hmm. even the, um, I can't even think of his name, the the black guy, the the captain. Or the the black mysterious guy that they're with the gay guy. Yeah, he even says that you don't see your son's potential. I saw it when he was going through withdraw, and he's he is made for this world. Yeah, and he, he's and he gonna, knows how to walk among them. He's going to so. be the Negan Rick type. That's what he'll end up being. You think so? He's going to be maybe not to their extreme, but he's going to be a leader. He's he he's going to end up being kind of one of those people 
that are just going to do what needs to be done. And he's not really going to think twice about it. Just like when he was in the camp and he was cutting through to get to the uh, condos. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He knew what he needed to do. He needed to trap the zombie, kill it, cover himself in blood. It wasn't a big deal to him. He's, he seems to be the only one in the show right now that has any sort of, like, redeemable quality. Like, he's the only one that seems to be important to the show. Everyone else seems pretty seems to be pretty um, expendable. Yes. Like, I don't... I want to see them let the, the, the dad, not Travis, but the, like, Cuban dad or whatever nationality is, off the chain and just let him go fuck people up. Because he seems to just want to, like hurt people the one that was that's the one like working on the boat and trying to get it started but no no that's travis the the barber guy yeah yes yeah the guy that yeah yeah you could tell he's like on the fringe of he's got of, he's got a past that yeah, at some point well they've kind of showed it to him remember he was in war and stuff so yeah. he's got that in season one when he was interrogating the the um army guy but i'm just saying i want no, to go ham didn't it go to flashback where he was actually like a I thought there was a flashback to where he was actually, like, in war. Maybe. I don't know. That That's how forgettable the show has been. <laughs> yeah, right? But I think it's good. It's getting better. I, I It's kind of shitty that it took a season and a, almost a yeah. half to get going. I think they took... I think Kirkman took too long establishing, trying to build these people. Mm-hmm. And then they finally get an antagonist, and he's only there for two episodes. Well, yeah, they tried to make you care about these people and their family dynamic and the fact that... You know, they're the everyday family that the husband, the, the son's got a crack problem and it's a, you know, a mixed family and yeah. the dad and stepmom and the conjoining of two different families. And it's like, nobody gave a shit. Like, <laughs> no, nobody no. cared. And like we've said before, the one thing that the show was pushed on of, well, it's so great because you know more than the characters was the most fucking annoying part about it. Because, <laughs> you know, but that's the, that's the only reason I think it's good, though, now is because you could see, okay. They're, they're starting to come into what they need to be. Yeah, and it's like with the prophet. They're like, this kid knows too much. He's got to go. we got to get him gone. off the show. Yep. <laughs> Nobody knows where he went. I, do, I also think they need to get the fuck off that boat. Yeah, that's... The boat has gone too long. They need to get the fuck and figure out whatever they're going to do. They either need to get to Mexico, which I'm, I'm kind of hoping they never get to Mexico. Yeah. Because cause once they hit land... They're not coming back to wherever they were, so wherever right. they hit land is pretty much where it's going to take off. And they've already what they've already renewed it for another season, right? Yeah, they renewed it right after the season <laughs> two premiere. So I mean, so the, I mean, I mean, it's not going to be bad that it's in Mexico, but I guess it would be different south. Of, I don't know, but I I think, but wherever they hit, once they hit land, I think it needs to be good. Well, I mean, I think we've only got what two episodes left. Yeah, I'm here to tell you, Walking Dead fans. They're going to end it on a cliffhanger. They've already announced that. So be prepared for that. Don't get an uproar when they do that because they've already pretty much announced it. You'd think they wouldn't do such... Because they've already apologized for the Walking Dead season finale. Yeah. Like, Kirkman has come out and apologized for it. The the writers... I mean, like, the show itself... What's there to apologize? It's a, if, you're a, if you're a fan of The Walking Dead, you saw it coming. Like, it, it's a perfect... You, you knew it was going to yeah, happen. Yeah, it's a perfect ending. Like... It makes you come I, back for season seven. I think there's too many people. I just think everyone's a bitch. That, well, that's the problem with the internet. Everyone's got a voice and they can bitch on it, you know? <laughs> but, I mean, I liked I mean, I'm mad because I don't know what happens, but at the same time, I'm excited now. I can't wait to see. Yeah. Like, because you know, and I like what I've done with they've done. Well, we have an inkling of what happens. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, let's and not, let's not sugarcoat it. 
but um, but yeah, with fear, man, like it, I don't know. I, I agree with you one hundred percent that it's too long on the boat, and it takes some. One of the frustrating things to me about this show is it takes them too long to make a decision to fucking do something. Yes, like they have to argue about it for like thirty minutes throughout the episode before they actually fucking do it, and like I'm trying to keep that kid alive, Jesse McCartney's character alive. Mm-hmm. Finally. The little fucking emo Shane kid took shit into his own hands and did what they should have done before and shot the kid. And he couldn't could even hit him in the face. No, he, he fucking, fucking blew like his jaw. <laughs> like, what a terrible... Sh- You're point blank range and you blew out his jaw. Which was perfect because then they got to make the... Yeah. They got to make the trade. And that was awesome. Using the zombie against his brother. Like, that was that was super smart. Like, I thought, I was like, that was really cool. That was a really cool idea. I was hoping to have it at the end. I was hoping to have... What's his name? Connor. I was hoping to have him a little bit longer, though, because maybe it's me and I like the tension that, that an antagonist yeah. brings well, it, to the yeah, show. Yeah, it makes the show better. Because, you know, after two episodes, what are they really going to do? The only other thing they have to do is hit land. Yeah. I think the big antagonist is going to be whoever they're meeting in Mexico. Like, I'm still surprised they have not run out of fuel. Yeah. I'm surprised that nobody's died either. Yes. I did, I did really like the plot twist, though, with the fact that uh, the chick from the... The flight, whatever miniseries, was the one that basically told this Connor dude about them because when they cut her fucking, they put her in oh, a yeah. raft and cut her off. Got him back. Yeah, that was <laughs> serves cool. him right. Mm-hmm. But and I really hated the whole daughter's conflict of do I stay or do I go? Oh right. You know my family. Did my... you see her on Talking? Did you watch Talking Dead? No, I didn't. She looks a lot better. Not show. on the show. Really? Than she does in the show. Like, on the show, it seems like she has this, like, weird flat face. Yeah. But on the show, like, with her hair, like, back and, like, not, like, in her face. Yeah. With, she, I mean, she doesn't look great, but she looked better than she does because she looks kind of funky on the show. I've got so much going on now on Sunday nights that, like, I watched, walk, I watched Fear the Walking, Fear the Walking, Dead, the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead, I'm bones in the Silicon Valley, and then usually I go to bed, but, um... See, I finally remembered it was on at six this week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but have you been watching Silicon Valley or no? No, I usually, I usually Silicon Valley. I chunk up. Oh, okay. I'll let a I'll let a few episodes burn and then I'll Cause like when, they'll play them in blocks and then I'll catch up to them in a block. Oh, all right, yeah, because this this past one was by far one of my favorite episodes. And I forget. So this I'm still, season has been really good. I'm really still adjusting to my Directv. Yeah. So like, my watching habits of. Well, and now like you got two of each. So you got like HBO East and HBO West, and so yeah, it's all. It, it, and the channels are different, and everything's flip flopped, and I. Yeah. So. But all right, I just wanted to see what your thoughts are were like on it. Fear the Walking Dead. You're liking it. I'm liking it. I'm finally, I'm finally starting this fear of the walking not so suck. Yeah. Well, it, they're, they're still teetering at that fifty percent. And it tells me that there's like something they they're listening to the fans and they're still on the fence about something because. It's only 10 episodes. Like, it's not a 14 or 18 episode yeah. season, like, or 16 episode season like The Walking Dead is. So. Well, I mean, The the Walking Dead took a, I think, I don't even think the second season of The Walking Dead was 14 either. The first season was 10, mm-hmm. and I think this, I can't remember how many of the second season was, so I'd have to look it up. And I think AMC does this to all their shows. I don't, yeah. I, I think they progress them a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they do. Because I think, I don't. They don't like to put all their eggs in a basket for on a yeah, show. Until, in case they can bail out if they need to. Yeah. Because they did the same thing with Breaking Bad. Because remember, by the time it was getting, you know, it was, a, it was a few seasons in before it was yeah. 
you know, before they even had the uh, talking bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then they, so I think they wait for the show to like catch momentum before they really back it or something. I don't know. Well, talking bad is just because Chris Hardwick is fucking everywhere now and they're just trying to cash that cow. So Preacher is picking up after Fear then. Yeah. That show looks good. I'm su- I'm super excited for Preacher. That's one of those shows that I don't know much about the comic. Uh-huh. So I'm super excited to watch the show because I don't have anything to compare it to. Yeah. So I can't sit here and go, oh, this fucking sucks. Or it's going to be a genuine, just my 100% reaction. Yeah, because I've, 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 I've never read Preacher. I just know it's a comic. That's yeah. all I really know about it. So so I'm super stoked I know that. a couple people that have all of them, and they say it's a pretty good series. Yeah, I've heard good things about it. But all right, let's get into some news. Wolverine 3 confirmed to be R-rated. And Good. has begun filming. And there's a rumor going around that uh, Professor Xavier is going to be in this movie. Patrick Stewart. <laughs> Good. Patrick Stewart, not... Uh, what's the other guy's name? Um, I can never remember his name. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of, like, the Deadpool joke. The Deadpool joke is popping into my head right now. <laughs> but, um... Yeah. So, Wolverine 3. I'm super excited. Hopefully it is Old Man Logan. Oh, man. I, um, I, it looks like the speculators are trying to bank on it. Yeah, and the whole the whole R rating thing is going straight from Deadpool, like, because Deadpool did well, so well, but... I think, honestly, and I hate to say it, is is I think they need to cater to us older fucking nerds. Yeah, I agree. Like, and I think Dead... Because either Deadpool was... I, I still believe Deadpool was the test. Mm-hmm. Because they could get away with it because Deadpool was popular, but it's not like Wolverine... Yeah. But he is. You know what I mean? But not to the masses. Like, right. Everybody knew who Wolverine was. Deadpool was kind of a... Well, Deadpool's kind of that funny, jokey violent, where he's violent, but he does it in a funny mm-hmm. way. And Wolverine's not that. Wolverine's just violent. Because if... You know, if Wolverine didn't... Or Wolverine... If Deadpool didn't do well R-rated, this would be PG-13 right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I think they... I think that just... They test the waters with it. They got a good... Because... You know what about ended up happening with this? Nobody cared it was rated R. Mm. Like, when I went to go see it, there was little-ass kids running yeah, through that yeah, stupid exactly. theater. Nobody gave a shit. Nope. So Even sitting at Free Comic Book Day last weekend, um, a bunch of people were walking by and, oh, did you see the Deadpool movie? Yeah, I took him to see it. I'm a bad mom. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's just like... <laughs> not really a bad mom because the kid doesn't really know what they're seeing. Like, there wasn't, it was more like, there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't really any nudity. There was a little bit, but not too much. There was one long scene of it. Yeah. (laughs) As as they, as they were, as they were bumping uglies through all of the holidays, Mm -hmm. you know, so. But then, like, it was more like puns and. And crude humor. And crude humor, yeah, Yeah. that was kind of going over their head. It, It almost wasn't much different than, like, kids' cartoons today. Like, you watch cartoons, like, um, I don't know if you've heard of. Uh, well, like SpongeBob makes crude jokes, yeah, or Disney do. cartoons make crude jokes to go over your head. Like, well, they do. I think they do it for a reason, though. I think they do it for the fact that they know the parents are sitting there, so they yeah. have to throw a few curveballs to the parents, you know, at mm-hmm. least it keeps them into it. But I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I took my kid to see Deadpool. I mean, he's older, but yeah. Well, like e- even now, like today, cartoons still shock me about the shit they talk about. Like, I was flipping through the channels yesterday and. There's this cartoon on Cartoon Network called The Amazing World of Gumball. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever seen it with your kids. Uh-huh. But they're on a, these kids are on a bus, and they're explaining the difference between grindcore, uh, death metal, and, like, Viking metal. 
<laughs> it's, it's just like I was like, are, is this really happening right now? Like you're describing this in a children's cartoon? Yeah, but the world is different now. It though. is. When the the internet has brought it so the kids can see so much, and, yeah. and everybody everybody can see so much. It doesn't yeah. matter who you are. And I think when we were kids, maybe more or less. Well, you're not that much younger than me. Um, it was it wasn't as you know what I mean. You didn't have that that extra exposure. Well, yeah, exactly. You you only saw what was told to you at school, uh-huh. what your friends said at school, and what was on the news or in the newspaper. You didn't have the like when I was growing up, the internet had just started. Like you still had fucking AOL dial up. Yeah. Like the internet was a new thing. You know, it wasn't like the greatest. Like, it, it wasn't what it is today. Like I think I was eighteen before internet came into my my household. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was a... Uh, I was much younger than that. I was like 12. Yeah, Dial-up internet, man. It was probably like 17 or 18. And... <laughs> fucking... I, I was at first... I was, it's for as slow as the internet was, I was like, this shit is never going to catch on. Really? That was my thoughts of it. It was... Because it was... Dial-up... And there wasn't... When I first got on the internet, there was really nothing on it. Yeah. It was, it was mainly porn. <laughs> and it was slow downloading porn. Yeah. So it was frustrating. Pixelated nipples. So, I mean, you would get, you know what I mean? It would sit there for 15 minutes, and then you would get the three seconds of, woo, fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Like, it would sit there and sit there, and then, like, half the photo would load, and then the other half would load. And, <laughs> and then somebody suck. would get on the phone, and you're fucked. Yeah. You'd hear that stupid noise. And yeah. I, I just, I really didn't. Like now it's everywhere and you can't live without it. Yes. Like I don't remember a time. Well, I do remember a time, but But it's hard to remember a time living without the internet, without being able to research something at your fingertips. Like, like it's everywhere. It's in the, it's in your watch now. It's in your cell phone. It's, they've put it in glasses. They put it in your car. It's in airplanes. Like it's just fucking everywhere now. Like I just, I remember WWW. Yeah. You don't have to do that anymore. I was like, what the fuck is that? World Wide Web. (laughs) And I was like, and I, you know, and you couldn't, like, then you couldn't Google, what is that? Oh, I'll just Google to see what it is. Yeah. You had to fucking figure it out a different way that it was, that's how it was telling this thing to search the World Wide Web, and this was the command it was giving. That, yeah. That's what it, you know what I mean? It was like, you didn't know what all that meant, really. The, days, mean, before, the days of when you would go to whitehouse.com, and it would be a porn site when you needed to go to whitehouse.gov. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still remember getting the... You would go to the store and you would get the AOL discs. Yeah, net, pop, net gear. Yeah. And you would pop them mm-hmm. in there to get... Or they'd be mailed to you. Or, or Earthlink or whatever it was called. Or, and you'd always switch discs mm-hmm. for your free trial. But yeah, I agree. I, back to the topic. I believe that thanks to Deadpool, that's why you're getting an R-rated Wolverine. And I think, I think we should be sprinkled... Like we'll never get a, R, an R-rated Avengers movie. We'll never, and and no. I, that's, that's fine. But we should be sprinkled with nice R-rated movies. I agree. Wolverine, Deadpool, like, who who else would be a good rated? Well, I think it's going to be if you're going to... It should depend on the character you're doing. So if you're going to do Wolverine, then it should be R-rated. But like, like, I think, like, Sandman, I think would be a good rated R movie. Yeah. If, you're, if they're going to actually do... Um, I, I'm terrible tonight. The <laughs> the image comic, the one where the dude's like Batman, but he kills everybody. Um, 
they were talking about making a movie. I I am drawing <laughs> fucking blank here. This is why I need to do notes on this show. Right. But um, if you're gonna do, sh- you, you know, movies Are you where the character. About, uh, the Ryan Kirkman or Robert Kirkman one? No. Oh. No, no, no. talking about Invincible. No, no, no. If you're going to do a movie that where the character is a violent character, uh-huh. it's got to be, I, I think, a rated R movie. Like like McFarlane is, is rewriting a new rated R spawn. Yep. Like that movie should be rated R. And that movie should be rated R. And it should not be cheesy as fuck like the no. first one. And they need to bring Michael Jai White back to play Spawn. Yes. <laughs> All right. So. Whoop. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I wonder, I hope it's Old Man Logan. Yeah, I do too. And ho- hopefully being being rated R, I hope it's more than just get to see huge Jackman's ass. And I hope that you actually get to see him take a train to the face. <laughs> right. That'd be awesome. Right? Trying to kill himself? Mm. Oh, man, that would be great. But I just, I, I'm hoping for, more, not even just, I hope there's nudity to go with it. Because I yeah. think every radar movie should be complimented with nudity. You just want to see his root, don't you? Yeah, I want to see a huge Jackman. <laughs> huge Jackman's root. Uh, all right, next topic. Um, Budweiser is making trying to make America great again. Budweiser renamed its beer America. That's right. Budweiser has renamed its beer America for the summer. And um, stupid. <laughs> you think stupid. stupid. It's stupid, and it's stupid again. We thought nothing was more iconic than Budweiser, and nothing was more iconic than America, says Tosh Hall, creative director at the can's branding firm, JKR. And it's literally a Budweiser can. Everything is the same, except they take out Budweiser, and they replace it with America. And they take Anheuser-Busch out, and they put in U.S. Yeah, they do take, that's right, they do take Anheuser-Busch out and put in U.S. But everyone needs a little bit of America. We have enough America. We don't need our beer to say America on it. Nah, it's only for the summer. We're going to have an America, American summer. Like the days of old. I'm serious, it'll last for words. Why? Because it's America? It's, I think it's that stupid that Why? they're doing that. I think it's genius. I think they're, they're... Right now, you're in a time where everybody is, like, screaming patriotism. And you have two presidential candidates that nobody fucking wants. <laughs> Nobody wants. Did you see who's they've been hinting it's going to be Trump's uh, vice president? No. Isn't it a porn star or something like that? <laughs> no. Oh. RX Governor Jam Brewer. Oh, fuck that. That's been the. That's, I don't know if she's just hinting at it for. She already fucked up Arizona. Why do we need her to fuck up America? America. She could fuck up the Budweiser fucking yeah, can. We need, it. We need someone that's going to make America great again, not fucking. Well, I. I do worse than. I, I honestly think this Bud. I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I think this Budweiser thing is at a play. It's a gimmick. Well, yeah, of course. And I think it's a stupid gimmick. <laughs> the only thing that would make it more is they should have made it. They sh- they might as well just put it wrapped it in an American flag. That's true. Every can they gets an American flag koozie. That would be awesome. <laughs> I would fucking buy it. Merc. Like I mean, what else? I mean, that's I just I don't know. Budweiser is one of the most American beers, though. And Azure Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. America. The beer's garbage. It's a garbage. Every beer. box has to say fuck yeah on it. Fuck yeah. America. Fuck yeah. That's what it should say. Like, Out says America right there, and underneath it should just say fuck yeah. Yeah. Then I would be on board with it, because then we are past gimmick, and now you could just tell they really care about America. <laughs> I'm going to drink my American beer. Fuck yeah. America. <laughs> 
Kevin Smith Yoga Hosers trailer released today. The official synopsis for this movie uh, is two 15-year-old girls who are yoga enthusiasts in Manitoba who work at a convenience store called the A, uh, the, what is it, A to Z? E to Z? Or A to Z? Yeah, A to Z. Um, after school, join forces with a legendary manhunter to battle an ancient evil and fight for their lives. The movie makes the debut of Harley Quinn Smith and Lily Rose Depp as the Colleens. Ugh. We just watched the trailer before recording this episode. Terrible. It looks... I'm going to see it, and I'm going to... I, I, I'm going to... But that trailer was terrible. Well, this movie got booed out of Sundance. That This movie got torn apart at Sundance. Because it's fucking terrible. Well, yeah, I mean... Like, I'm, I'm, I can only imagine that because of that party, they took something hallucinogenic, and they ended it back up at their store to get something... And that's why they're fighting a short bratwurst? The bratzy, dude. It's a Nazi bratwurst. The bratzy is <laughs> yeah. so funny. And the fact that it's Kevin Smith that's the bratzy is even the, better. I, I, I don't know what it is, but that little scene in the trailer where he's, like, torn in half and he's laying on the ground shaking and he's like, cough! It fucking kills me. <laughs> it, it makes me laugh every time. The movie looks terrible. Like, I, I'm a, I, I love Kevin Smith. Yeah. And I have loved everything that Kevin Smith has done. Until Tusk. Cop Out. I liked Cop Out. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. Yikes. It was... I thought it was funny. You know what? I'm thinking of the other guys. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I, do that every, I do that every time. Aim for the bush. I remember. Yeah, never mind. Because those days are the same thing. You like Cop Out? Yeah, aim for the bush. Dude, that's the other guys. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I don't remember Cop Out. Cop Out was Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Is that one the baseball card, right? Yeah. That wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. It's not, he didn't write that, though. He just directed it. No, he just directed it, it yeah. yeah. so that wasn't his... I'm talking, because usually Kevin Smith, he doesn't direct much outside of his... His stuff, right? Yeah, so... But this, I think... I don't know what he was going after when he was writing this movie. It, the Kevin Smith, things seem, Kevin Smith thing seems to be broken down into this. Before he started Smoky Pot, Clerks... Mall Rats, Chasing Amy, Dogma, Dogma, Clerks Two, um, Jersey Girl. Jersey Girl's a guilty pleasure for me. I still I like that movie. I, I don't mind it. I watch um, it every time it's on. But then Zack and Mary Make a Porno was really good. Fucking hilarious. But then he started smoking weed thanks to Seth Rogen, and now his movies have been shit. That it's been what um, Cop Out. Um, but he didn't write Cop Out. No, he, just he directed didn't. You're it. right. But then there was. Uh, the only two movies he's done since then is he's done Yoga Hosers well, and Red Tusk. State. Red State. Red, that was before, though. That was, was before Sack and Mary, yeah. And Red State's good. No, I really like Red State. I, it's different. I liked, I, liked that it was, I liked that it was different, and I liked that he had, they had put it to... Uh, See, I think Red State was after Zack and Mary. I thought it was before Zack and Let's Mary. Let's find out. But, but it was good. It was different. He was, he was trying something different. He went closer to... You could tell he was... He was trying to dabble in horror and uh, suspense. Yeah. And it was different. It was good. I liked. Well, I really liked the Red State, too, and it did a lot of embattlement with the Westboro Baptist Church. And And I liked it because he just put it on, like, you could just, you didn't have to pay for it. You just got to watch it first. He put it on, uh, uh, like, he had put it on Netflix and everything. Yeah, it was on. It was on DVD well and, before it was on Netflix, but that's where I first saw and it. And he originally had released it on demand. 
So Red State was 2011. So. Zach and Miri make a porno. 2008. 2008. So Zach and Miri was first. So Red State was his first movie after Zach and Miri make a porno. So that was still good, but that was kind of his, his fuck you, I'm going to do my own thing. Because there was that whole, like, talk about him leaving directing after that movie he kind of did his own movie and he's like i'm done and then tusk came up and and tusk was a fantastic movie for the first half for the first and then as soon as, as soon as justin long turns into the fucking walrus it, it goes went downhill to shit. yeah it goes to shit real fast but it was i mean but yeah once when that movie started you were like within 10 minutes into that movie maybe 15 minutes of the movie you're like hell yes this is going to be Kevin Smith's best fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, it wasn't. It didn't it, feel like a Kevin Smith movie. It had the potential. Like he, he, he finally finished. He figured out to make a nice suspense horror movie, mm-hmm. and it's going to be awesome. It's going to be different, and then it fucking train wrecks. Yep. It, well, after, like Red State kept that momentum from beginning to end. It was, that's that's it didn't it didn't trail off. Like you were yeah. like hell yeah, but fucking like he just took a way long left turn with Tusk. Yeah. The whole fucking, the, the whole walrus thing, dude, just... Whew. But this fucking yoga hosers... Yeah. I don't know, because when they first saw that first trailer, remember they were making it look, like, gamerish. Well, it's kind of, it's more... It's a movie that's supposed to be targeted towards teen girls. So, that was the whole reason why he fought, when they gave it an R rating, he fought so hard to get it back to PG-13. Oh, really? Yeah. And now it's a PG-13 movie, but it's supposed to be targeted at teenage girls. But yeah, I, I know what you're saying. It was more like uh, Scott Pilgrim versus The World. They had, like, stuff popping up. Yes. And, and, like, you could see, like, their text conversations. And, and like, like it looks like they took that stuff out. Um, or they just didn't show it in the trailer. They should keep it out. Yeah. <laughs> I think, but I don't know. Just... I think what happens is... is, is and I think this is what's going to happen with yoga hosers is going to be the same thing that happened with Tusk. It's going to start off with some good momentum. You're going to say, okay, okay, I can see. And it's going to take a left turn. Something in that movie is going to make it take a left turn and you're going to leave the theater going, fucking Kevin Smith. Well, the thing that takes me out of it is when you're watching the trailer when the the two boys walk into the, the convenience store to invite them to the party, the one tall blonde kid he has, like, an overly obnoxious, like, stereotypical uh, Canadian accent. Yeah. Coming to... In, or, that's not even right. <laughs> I don't know what I was Coming doing there. Coming to America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We want to invite you to our party, eh? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a super, like, stereotypical Canadian accent. I hope he's still editing, and I still hope he's reshooting this movie. No, it's done. It's done, done? It's done, yeah. He's about to get ready to go on uh, tour with it. Fuck. Show up places. I hope he comes here. Uh, I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, but I just. Uh, I'll see it. I'll still see it because I am a Kevin Smith fan. I will get. I it. love his his what he does. I I'm so excited for his episode of Flash tonight. I'm so excited he's going to do another one. I want to know when you're going to give me Clerks three though. I want to know when I'm going to get Mall Brats. Like, I mean, you know he's in the process of He's yeah. already teased us with it. You want... But now I'm scared... With, with this trailer and Tusk, I am fucking super scared about him ruining some of my favorite movies. No, I'm not. Because this, like, this trailer, like, 
this is him doing things he wants to do. Clerks is kind of a staple. He like needs that to stop doing things that he clerks, wants to do. Clerks kind of has <laughs> a formula about it already. And, like, he posted a short on his YouTube channel about Dante and Randall talking about the flying car. And that was perfect. Like, it was so Clerks. Like, he's got those characters and that stapled down. He's got that blueprint down. It's just this. He's got all the creative freedom he can. It's basically whatever fucked up thing he can pull out of his head. Like, he's made, his next movie in the Great White North trilogy is Moose Jaws. It's really, literally Jaws with a moose. You know, it's... <laughs> he's doing his own thing. And I, I, he's being creative as fuck and doing his art. And I give him, I give him all the credit in the world for that. Like, Justin Long's going to be on this thing. Yep. They already helped. They he's already the yoga instructor. He's the yoga instructor. Uh, it, yeah, it's gonna have. Um, and Haley Joelsman's in it too. <laughs> yeah, so like I said, it's gonna have uh, Harley Quinn Smith, Lily Rose De- Depp, um, as the Collins, and it has appearances from Justin Long, Johnny Depp, Stanley, Kevin Conroy, uh, Haley Joel Osment, and Kevin Smith, who plays the Bratzies. I'm interested to see what Kevin Conroy's. It is gonna do it. It's gotta be a Batman reference. I'm sure it is somewhere. I mean, I'm gonna go see it. I'm. I will give anything that Kevin Smith, any fucking piece of shit he lay in front of us. I will. I will <laughs> take a bite out of it because I am a sucker for him, just like everybody yeah. else. So. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's because he's a genuinely nice guy. So you want to support his work no matter what he does. And it's also because I like whether I, he's laying a I've fresh liked, turd or <laughs> right. I've, but I've liked more than I've disliked. Yeah. So I still have that. Yeah. On my on and, our and that's side. how I am too. Out of all the movies that we've named, the only ones I can say I really didn't enjoy was Cop Out. Tusk. I enjoyed it for what it was. Like I enjoyed Tusk for the first half of the movie. And then it, it's just when they do the, the dramatic, like, zoom in, and he, like, sinks his head in and then shoots it out, where it looks like it's a fucking penis coming out of some foreskin. And then when they start fighting, when they start fighting, when he comes out in the walrus suit, and they start fighting, I was like, Jesus Christ, this really just went here. Yeah. And I was like, this really just went here. Like, I think it's a funny stoner concept. But yeah. I think they should have kept it a funny stoner concept. And I hope it like it's gonna play over into this movie because they were in Tusk as the Colleen's, and of course Gila Point, the, the the detective, is in this movie. So I'm sure there's gonna be elements of Tusk in it. Yeah, oh yeah. But it's just. I hope they don't even reference it. No, they're going to. They've got to. No. It's, it's connecting movies. Well, we'll see. We'll when see. I mean, when is it supposed to come out? Uh, a couple weeks is when he starts taking it around. I haven't heard of any theatrical releases, though. But it'll probably be like Tusk, where it was like a very minimal theatrical release. He got booed out of Sundance? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wonder how was that for the ego. Uh, He's used to it, I think. His movies are never... Critics are never kind to him. Never. But... Like, I mean, like, I don't know how Sundance works. Like, like me or you can go to that? Um, I'm not sure how that works, yeah. I think like, you have to buy tickets for it. But, but it's for the fact like, that you're booed, you're, he was booed out of there yeah. means regular people could go. Yeah, well, because critics people, too. A, a lot of critics go. But I guarantee real critics were not booing him. They were waiting to shred him yeah. article-wise, you know, where they can, where they have more of an open domain. But it's a lot of other celebrities, and I'm sure you can probably go to Sundance, I'm, I would assume. I'm not sure how Sundance works. It's in Canada, right? No, uh, it's in... Um, I want to say it's in Vermont. Is it? Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. I want to say Vermont, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, 
Let's find out. Let's find out. This is why I need an iPad. So I can just have notes on it already. I've got it right here. Sundance.org. Yeah. Um. Yep, dead air. What? Right. <laughs> uh, about. Where is Sundance? See, we, can, we should apply for press passes. For Sundance? Yeah, right. <laughs> we would never, <laughs> never get Sundance film or Sundance press passes. Maybe if we were like funeral, uh, funeral, funeral. <laughs> we were like film reviewers or something, but nobody cares what we have to fuck say. Utah. Oh, it's in Utah. Yeah, it looks like Utah. I guess I was wrong. Yeah, Utah. Fuck, I thought it was Vermont. I thought it was in Canada, so there's... Yeah, we're all fucked up over I here. I think it's because you, it, it always happens when it's snowing, so I just yeah, assumed it was in the Great White North. Yeah, it's always yeah. All right. Uh, Ghostbusters director Paul Feig has a message for the geek culture trolls <laughs> and then recants it. Did you hear about this? No. So, in an interview with the New York Daily News, Ghostbusters director Kevin Feig uh, had some choice words for geek culture, saying, Geek culture is home of some of the biggest assholes I've ever met in my life, especially after being attacked by them for the uh, months because of the Ghostbusters project. He was then quickly to recant his say by going and, and saying, What I meant to say is, I very much regret saying um, my comments now. Uh, in part, I'm very much regret saying my comments. My answer to that, I had actually, uh, I've never actually met any assholes from the geek community. I, um, everyone's pretty much been nice people when face to face. Yeah, I, I'm sure he caught a fucking hellstorm for saying that. Yeah, but you know what? He's fucking right. Um, to a T, to a T, to a T. Most I will fucking, give it to him. most people in geek culture are fucking dicks about shit. Well, like, well, look at us. Look yeah. at us talk shit about everything. You know, yeah, I admit we were, we're assholes. I don't deny that. <laughs> when, when it's something that we're passionate... But is it asshole or is it just passionate? Where, where does the line between being an asshole and passion... I think it depends on the person. <laughs> you think so? Yeah. Because, like, we're... I mean, we're both very passionate about many of the same things, but, like, The Walking Dead, for instance, it, it, people are bitching about the Negan thing, but I'm just like, no, I'm okay with it. Like, yeah. I'm passionate about it. I know it. I know it. Like, I'm not... Are they mad because they're passionate about the show, or are they mad just because they feel like they got gypped? I think most people feel like they got gypped. What I think what here is, is he has to... Because exp- remember, I mean, okay, when he when they first talked, we can go back to this to these episodes we made. Yeah. When they first announced Ghostbusters, I fucking was a prick about it. Yeah. Remember, I was like, fuck that. Well, it's because they announced stupid. it, and they announced the cast, and they announced that it was going to be an all-female cast. I remember, I was fucking... I was I was probably exactly what everybody was saying to him. It was probably exactly what... what yeah, you were in one of the assholes. I was one of the assholes. But Ghostbusters was so iconic to me, and well, it yeah. still is, that I think the the having somebody come in to possibly ruin it mm-hmm. kind of... I think that's where the passion turns into, because it actually you're passionate about it, so you actually become angry about it. Well, I think <laughs> the think the problem with what's going on with the Ghostbusters is one, it's one of the it's the number one hated trailer. It's got the most dislikes for a trailer in YouTube history. 
And two, it's a confusing trailer because they, like you said, we said before, they show scenes from like the original Firehouse and, and things. And this movie has been said to have absolutely nothing to do with the original Ghostbusters movie. It's like that movie never even existed. But they still so hint people, towards it. Well, yeah, but people are expecting this to be a sequel, and it's not. It's supposed to be a standalone movie. So people got up, up in arms automatically about that. You know, and then it was the whole like racial stereotypical thing where the black woman is screaming the entire time and 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 things like that. You know, it's just I, I can see where the where he's coming from. People are very passionate about, about things and they don't want them remade. Look at they don't Back want to the ruined. Future. Well, yeah, look at Back to the Future fans. Back to the Future people say that is a perfect movie. Do never never remake it. I would be up in arms if they remade it. And the writers said we'll never re- that movie will never be remade, and as long as we're alive. Remember when it was rumored to be to be remade with remember, Justin Bieber? Remember we sat here and and were pissed about yeah, it. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a perfect movie. Yeah. Why? Why? It's so nice they did it twice, <laughs> and then they try to do it a third time, and we don't talk about that. <laughs> That's like the redheaded hey, stepchild. They covered they covered the past, the present, and the future. Yeah. They covered their bases. They, yeah. they backed us to the future. They did. But, I, I mean, you know what this guy was? This guy spoke his feelings and then had to recant it. Well, yeah. Everybody's giving him shit. He called. He got an opportunity to call everybody an asshole. Yeah. And then they said, and then someone told him, you can't call everybody an asshole. Well, I mean, I agree. It's Well, it's because you, he called everyone in the geek community an asshole. Everybody. And then he re- remembers... Fuck, these are the people that are going to be seeing my movie. Because most of the people who scream and cry foul are the ones that go see the movie. Yeah. Most of the people that spend months hating on the fucking movie are the ones that go and see it. Because I'm going to go see it. Yeah, it's the same thing. I want to go see if they're going to go ruin one of my favorite movies. Yeah, it's the same thing with, like, video games. People are hating on the new Call of Duty right now and calling it, like, a piece of shit. Oh, because it's in the future? Yeah, and Call of Duty's dead. But they're all the fucking same people that are going to buy the game. Everyone's about it's the number one selling game every fucking year, mm-hmm. next to Madden. So I know my kids. He's already talking shit about it, but he wants it already. Yeah. Why? You know. So he can get banned again. <laughs> he can get banned for what? I don't know. He got banned the other day from Xbox. Really? I got an email saying. Uh, oh, what did he do? He, whatever he did, he won't tell me. And whatever it is, he knows he did it because he's not pissed about it. Really? How long has he banned from Xbox for? Uh, he, this was day three. I've never been banned from Xbox. He, it said... Hold on, let me see if I can find it real quick here. Dude, was he like sending like pics to kids or something? No, I don't know what he was doing. Kyle's kid gets banned from Xbox. This uh, is interesting. Oh, here it is. Enforcement of action. Uh-oh. It says, This message is here to notify you that your Xbox Live account has been subject to enforcement action due to a violation of the Microsoft Service Agreement. Uh-oh. And he got he couldn't talk to anybody and he couldn't and he was disconnected from Xbox Live. How long is it for? It was today was day three and they let him back on sometime today. Wow, so that means he must have been like cussing somebody out or because there's an that you can report people on Xbox if they're doing like inappropriate things. So someone but he probably only talks him. to his friends though. He doesn't talk with. Yeah, but even then, like if they're doing like team chat or voice chat while playing games. Other people in the, t- in the room can hear you. So, like, if you're not in a party, they can hear you. So he'd be talking shit to people as he's playing. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll hear him. I mean, I hear, I hear him screaming and yelling with his yeah. headphones on. I, maybe I block it out now. But, yeah, he got, I got that email. And you probably just sit there and laugh. You're like. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, hey, Matt. I was like, you, uh, I got a 
Xbox email. Yeah, I'm gonna go play. I can't go on Xbox. And he fucking <laughs> he went outside and go ride his bike. Exercise. <laughs> he went. He did. He went outside and played. Uh, but yeah, so back to what we were talking about. You know, he like I said, he called everyone an asshole, and then he realizes shit. These are the people I'm gonna be seeing my movie. So then he has quick to recant by saying, you know, I very much regret saying in comments now. Um, you know, I never actually met anyone that's an asshole from the geek community. I've never met anyone from the geek community face to face that has been nothing but warm and kind. <laughs> Which I agree with that too. We're a very warm and accepting community when things are done correctly. Yeah, you know, until you fuck our shit up. Yeah, that we until like. you fuck our shit up. Like I, I still think to this day that you know the biggest fucking thing that they should have done. What was it? Um, they what was the saying that they had last year? Uh, tell withhold Star Wars um, until the the economy gets fixed. And fucking the geek culture would have that shit fixed by Comic-Con. Right. You know, it's, it's just things like that. Like, we don't like to do things until we're forced to. And then when we're forced to, usually, like, hell has no fury like a fucking geek scorned. Right? <laughs> like, you make something online that nobody likes, like, you're going to fucking hear about it. Like, the new Pokemon game. That's in the news right now because one of the starting Pokemon looks like a fucking owl with a clitoris on its face. Really? Yeah. It's, really? Its beak is, like, so small, and then it has, like, another little thing on top of it. It looks like a fucking clitoris. <laughs> so, you, you know, that's the other thing that's been made fun of right now. So, I don't know. Good on you, Paul Feig, for calling everyone an asshole. I'm sorry you had to recant, because you're not wrong. No, he's not the wrong. Geek, the geek community are a bunch of assholes. Oh, yeah. But it's because we're passionate assholes, and we like what we like. And we don't want people fucking with it. And we it. don't want anybody fucking it up. Just like the new... Inter- just Did you know they're making remaking Interview of the Vampire? With your boy Jared Leto? Are they really? Yeah. Fuck front the row. The title character. Me and front Andy, row. front row. <laughs> really? Because I think he's going to fuck that movie up. I Tom, mean... Tom Cruise did such a good job in the first one. I don't... I don't know why they're remaking... There's no originality in Hollywood anymore. It's all remakes. Yeah, I mean... Interview of the Vampire is not something that needs to be remade. No. Point Break wasn't something that needed to be remade. God, did you see that movie? Yeah, it's fucking Awful. terrible. The Fantastic Four. I watched The Fantastic Four the other night. That movie is fucking did garbage. You actually, did you watch, when I was messaging you about it, had you seen it yet? No, I was like, wait, where did he watch it? And then I was flipping through later it was on that HBO. night. And it was on HBO. And I was like, that movie is fucking garbage. My wife is not a fan. She's not a very big comic book fan. She's not into it. Even she was like, fuck that movie. That yeah. movie fucked the fucking Fantastic Four up. Yeah, that movie And she's not terrible. big into it, but she knows enough to know that that shit was fucked up. Yeah. And that shit was fucked up. That, that was, movie was fucking garbage. And it was slow. Mm-hmm. And they, like, completely, like, they just went off the deep end on that yeah, movie. I'm like, so glad I didn't pay to go see that movie. Because fuck that movie. Like, you, you, you realized 15 minutes in that that movie was terrible. Yeah. Like, I was watching it, and I was like, I gotta finish this, because it was like a car accident. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I was done with it, but I couldn't stop watching it. Yeah. And I was like, you know what, maybe it's be one of these movies, because, you know, there's bad movies that, you know, you'll watch them a couple times, and you'll be like, okay, it's not that bad. My life will be just fine if I never see that movie ever again. <laughs> I fucking agree 100%. Was, I mean, like, it was... I 100%. Like, I would rather watch the Brady Bunch movie <laughs> over and over again. Who's there? Like, how the fuck movie. did they end up at that, that his school? I don't know. Like, how did, yeah. how did they know? They didn't know. They just, they just pop into random 
yeah. science fairs, and it happens to be what they were look what they've been looking for. Mm-hmm. That was terrible. The way that they met was terrible. Yeah, was, it was god awful. It was a god awful movie. <laughs> Ugh. But from one awful movie to another, apparently. Oh my god! I knew you were waiting. You were burning to talk about this. Burning to talk about X Men Apocalypse is under attack. The less than stellar reviews from director Brian Singer's newest installment of the X Men franchise have been pouring in. And here's some of the reviews I, I cut and pasted. This is from Comic Book Resources. X Men Apocalypse is a lifeless affair, sequandering in star power, underselling in characters. So that basically means that you're you've got a bunch of stars, but your character development sucks ass. Well, like, yeah, I see you put the one from Forbes. The run from Forbes said. They have these new characters in there, and they are in it for seconds. Yep. Um, like they said, the, what we see as Psylocke... Is all she's in the it's movie. It's all she's in the movie for. Yeah. So we see her cut a car, and it's it? Yeah. Really? Well, and fight Beast, but... So what, four minutes? Yeah. Telegraph.co.uk. X-Men Apocalypse is almost as bad as Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> almost as bad <laughs> as Batman vs. Superman. And then, like Kyle said... Forbes, X-Men Apocalypse, a franchise-killing disaster. That means Ed, that they... You know what? I, honestly, because I know we're going to talk about Captain... We're talking about Civil War here in the next couple of days. Yep. Probably the next show. Thursday, we're going to do our Captain, our spoiler-filled Captain America review. There's not much to spoil. <laughs> you know what I think the problem is? is there's, there's two problems I think we're running into with superhero movies. First off, is they're pumping them out. We yep. are being inundated, and we are being jaded to it. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't make them bigger, better, faster, stronger. It is at a peak now. And I think they're pumping them out too fast. Before they would, there was space, they, they could sit down, they could write them, they were written well, they were good movies. Now they're on timelines. Anything, anything that's done on a timeline, and with... You know what I mean? It has to be done by now because we have to have it. Like, they've already dated the movies for the next four years. Yeah. That means all those movies are on a timeline. That means they're all under the gun. Mm -hmm. What happens if you write under pressure? Well, the problem, well, I agree, but like, you look at Marvel, they have the same people overseeing every single movie. They're going to be different writers, different directors, but they have the same like creative team Uh that have the final. No, I don't like that. Yeah, keep that. No, that doesn't work. Yes, this works. They have the same people that oversee every movie, and and that works. So Marvel pumps them out. Like I, there really hasn't been a bad Marvel movie. Like I liked Civil War. I I mean, I watched it twice in one day. I Mm -hmm. mean, the problem I found with it was that one seemed to be like. I don't know, like you're trying to put it into gear. Like it, it wanted to go, yeah. it had the potential to go, but you just couldn't get it into gear. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it seemed like it would be like you're kind of like on a bumpy road and it would smooth out. Like mm-hmm. they spent more time building up and more time backstoring and more, there was a lot more dialogue. Yeah. Than in other movies. Well, That's, it was a very much, it was very much a movie that were like they took like, um, Winter Soldier, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and Avengers, and put them together to make Civil War. And I thought it was, I mean, like I think they uh, Scarlet Witch. I think they should have done so much more with her, because she they have made her fucking awesome in those movies. 
She's hot. She's got sex appeal. Mm-hmm. She's got awesome powers. They should have... I think they should have honed in on that more since they're... Since obviously they went nothing like the comic, even remotely fucking close. They, I think they should have honed in on who they had there more. And I don't think they should have honed in on Bucky as much. Do, does that make sense? Well, no, it makes perfect sense. I think one of the things with Captain America, and we'll get into this more when we do our review on Thursday, is it was more of a spotlight for their, of Marvel saying, this is what we have coming with Ant-Man. Well, you already saw Ant-Man, but you have Ant-Man, to, Ant-Man or Wasp coming. This is what you can expect with Black Panther. This is what you can expect with Spider-Man, you know. I, I loved the fucking Star Wars reference. Yeah, the uh, Return or not the uh, Empire, Strikes, Empire Strikes, Back. Strikes Back. Yeah, that was. I thought that was awesome. I, I just the fact that they referenced Star Wars, I thought that was pretty pretty cool. And I liked how they were like, "How old is this kid?" Yeah, because they were like that like old said, ass movie. Like we said, we'll have that spoiler filled review. But, on and I think Thursday. that's what's happened to get me back on track. I think that's what has happened with X Men. They've known they have to pump out this movie. And I think this is just where they've... But you know what? We could be wrong. It could be a really good movie. Well, one of the things like Forbes... Everybody says it's terrible. One of the things Forbes said was that Michael Fassbender phones in his his role of Magneto in this movie. And that you don't... It spends so much time building up this conflict between Xavier and Apocalypse. And it's literally like the last three minutes of the movie before they even meet face-to-face. Really? That's that's what Forbes says, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm still on the fence. I don't know if I will pay they money to Magneto go see this. Magneto phones in his yeah, performance? Yeah, they say that Michael Fassbender phones in his performance. It's his worst performance as Magneto yet since he's took over the character. Because he's done phenomenal as a... Yeah. Like, and I, I'm super excited for, um, you know, Psylocke. And super excited for... Yeah, I'm super excited for Archangel and... And Storm, Young Storm. You know, it's just... My thing with this movie is they pump them out, one. They've kept the same guy on them in Brian Singer. You know, X-Men, X-Men was good. X-Men um, First Class was good. <sighs> Fucking Days of Future Past was good for what it was. Um, you, you know, it... It's the same guy. They need new blood. And he, he doesn't seem to want to stick to the source material. Like, he seems to be fighting the source material. Like, he, like, with, uh, he, there's so much material, you're right, where they could, they, they, there's a well that they could just dive into and they could just throw shit out of it and, and enjoy it. And it, yeah. Well, the problem is the Marvel, the, well, even not with, Marvel, but. Even with Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> Those comics were epic. Like, that is epic. Like, it is It is one of those page turns where, where you're pissed when it's done. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's what was awesome about the trade. Yeah. It's, and it is. You, you, once you start reading it, you don't put it down until it's done. Mm-hmm. And you almost just start it over. That's how epic it is to, to me. So maybe that's my problem with Civil War is... Yeah. Going, and I went into it and I said it millions of times on the show that I go into it as a movie but I think this one I went into hoping it was going to be closer to well this one I didn't see and that was the opposite for me usually I go into movies as a fan in this movie I went in knowing that it was going to be a dumbed down version of the comic (laughs) it was past that though and that's exactly what you didn't have the the same amount of characters you didn't have 
the epic battles. Like you had the one epic battle at the the airport, and then the final one between Cap, Bucky, and and Iron Man at the end. Which the last was heart- thirty which minutes was heartbreaking. Were yes. The last but, thirty minutes of that movie were really good. Yeah, I agree. But with this, like I said, with this movie, it's they've they've changed the timeline. They've changed the characters that take place in the events. They changed when the events happened. They've changed so much now that they've completely just destroyed the source material. So it's going to take, like, a miracle for them to try and get it back on track. I guess that's why it's their cinematic universe. And even, I can't remember who, what publication said it, but there was even a publication that came out and said, X-Men Apocalypse will make you want to whisper the words, no more mutants. (laughs) Because... You know, taking taking a page out of the House of M, where Scarlet Witch gets rid of all no more mutants yep. and she stops mutants from being born. It's it's how bad these movies are getting. Wow, I and I I so strongly believe that these people are under pressure to make because the way the comic book movies are now is they have to be this epic. Like when you talk about a movie, like okay, like I look on the Facebook groups and stuff and and. Like, people are talking shit because, you know, the hundreds of millions that it makes, they're they're making fun of each and every movie based because they're making hundreds of you know what I mean? Ha ha, Batman made more than Civil War, you know what I mean? Like, I think they have to make these movies so big, and they have to make them so epic, I think it's, it's, it's making it hard. Well, and they can't pander to the comic fan, they have to pander to the masses. They can't make it derive, they can't drive it towards one group they have to drive it and shotgun it towards everybody so you have to dumb it down for the the non-casual fan the the oh, not yeah here, no, the right. casual movie goer and maybe who's not a huge comic book fan or who's just going to watch an enjoyable movie and that's what i think and that's what i think um days of future's past was it's an it's an enjoyable movie but when you look at it as an x-men movie it's not very good and it's just and that's how i that's how i feel about civil war yeah like, it was a good movie. I, I enjoyed it. It just wasn't what I wanted it to be. Yeah. And you know what? Is, is, is maybe part of it is we have so much time now. They, the, the internet gives us so much time to dwell on these movies mm-hmm. that when, you, when it's from funning out to ass and seat, there's a big span of time yeah. for us to debate, talk, build up, break down. And I think once you get in there, you're like... And That's then, not it. And I completely agree with you. Uh, 110%. I couldn't have said it better myself that that's what these movies fall victim to. Suicide Squad is probably going to be the next one that falls victim to it. Because, I mean, us alone sitting in this room talking, we have we have broken down Suicide Squad so many times now. Mm-hmm. We have, between pictures and videos and trailers and footage, and we have broken that movie down so many times that it's, yes... There's probably nothing that they're going to do to make it a good movie. But, like, this movie, I remember we were at San Diego Comic-Con last year when it, when they announced it, and they showed a trailer for it. Like, they released the trailer the day we were leaving San Diego for it, you know? And, and you so you had almost a year of speculation because we're getting ready to come up. We're two months away from San Diego 2016. Yep. So you almost had two uh, an entire year of speculation on this movie. And, you, you know, everyone's like, oh, man, Olivia Munn looks so good as Psylocke and they're doing this so right and then you you get the little taste of 
oh man, maybe Brian Singer is finally seeing the error of his ways and the X-Men are getting their costume because the Mystique's got more of her normal costume. Mm-hmm. It's an updated version, but it looks more like her normal costume. And you're like, oh man, maybe he's doing it right. And then you just hear reviews like this. Well, I mean, the first trailer came out and you're like, uh, well, past San Diego, like just yeah. here recently, and you're like, yes. Then that last trailer came out and you were like, fuck yes. And now yeah, it's being completely told well, shit on. And, and break down the, what people complain about this movie. The one majority complaint was <clears throat> that Apocalypse looked like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie. <laughs> he looked terrible. Yes. He didn't have the, the, the lips. He didn't have any of it. And then they went through and redesigned him, and now he's got that stuff. But mm-hmm. It looks a lot better. It's just... you. It, I agree with you to a point. They rush these movies, but Marvel does it too. Marvel's pumping out movies. I mean, Marvel Studios alone this year, we are getting... What? We're getting Captain America, Civil War, and Doctor Strange. That's two Marvel movies this year from Marvel Studios. And the next year we've got Spider-Man Homecoming. Like, you know. and, they, and they, what did they bump for Spider-Man? Because um, they took a movie out of it. I think they, yeah, they did bump. They, they took a movie out yeah, of it. Yeah, they did. They bumped something back for, for Spider-Man. But that means, that means, okay, when did they, when did they bump that movie and put Spider-Man in? Six months ago? Uh, right after they announced that he was going to be in, right after they announced the deal was done between him, and them, and Sony. So, and then there are, it's already going to be out in two thousand seventeen. So yeah. that means they're going to write and make that movie in a year and a half. Well, even Infinity Wars, um, the Russo brothers said that they had start they started writing the Infinity Wars, part one and two, when they were in post production on Captain America: Civil War. So that means they've had a lot of time to sit and dissect yeah. it and and. Which tells me, that, and but now they're something happened, and they're changing names, and they're they're switching directions on it. Which tells me, well, my well, we'll get more. I was gonna get into that on Thursday. Like my theory is that the first movie is gonna focus more on Captain America's team. The I think they're gonna be the Secret Avengers now, and then you're gonna they're gonna meet up and and it's gonna play out through two movies. But the movies are fo- are shooting back to back. They're writing the scripts now, and they start shooting in November. So that's how, like how quickly these movies are being made. Well, look at Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yeah. Like, he started writing that... Right after Guardians 1 came out. Like, once it... Once it opened... opened, Exploded in theaters, he started writing the second one. So he had... He was on the momentum. He's had time, so that means he's... I just think they're... They're they're not giving these movies what they need. But that's what Marvel does, though. So, you get a role for a Marvel movie. And Elizabeth Olsen showed this... And a lot of people who have had roles in Marvel movies show this. You get a role in Marvel movies. The first thing you do when you get to accept the role, you go to Marvel, you get the script, and they give you a fucking omnibus full of source material for that character. You get an omnibus full of it for that character. So you know that character inside and out. Uh You get almost every story arc Marvel has, all information Marvel has at your fingertips on this character. I don't know if Fox does that. I don't know if Sony does that. You should... If you agree to do something like that, you should automatically just go to town on research. Yeah, of course. You like, um, the dude who played the Punisher, Shane, he fucking loved the Punisher. He went out and read every fucking Punisher comic to get ready for the, the character. I hope he didn't read the terrible ones. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's it's just like you, you, gotta, you don't read the source material, man, and Marvel gives you so much, but now... I think now 
Sony set up to make a huge amount of money. It, it, from what I've been reading in this Spider-Man deal, they really Marvel has creative control over the movies. It's just going to have Sony's name on it. So basically Marvel is making this movie for Sony, and they're going to laugh their asses up all the way to the bank. And I don't... I I will not be surprised if Fox shows up with, like, Tiny Tim. <gasps> with Or not Tiny Tim, but... um, What the fuck's his name? Tiny Tim. <laughs> I'm getting... You mean that's the guy that plays Christmas ukulele. Carol. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a Christmas Carol. Oh. Um... Oliver Oliver Twist, uh, please sir more, oh, yeah. and the guy more, you know, and and Fox is gonna come when once Sony's sitting there counting one, two, three million, four million, right. so you know Fox is gonna come to the table and be like, all right, we want a slice of this action. I just hope there's no backstory. No, there's not supposed to be. It, no, it, no, we don't need to go through no, Spider Man. No, it's supposedly the Uncle Ben thing is gonna be dealt with in reference, and that's it. And Marissa Tomei will still be there. Yep. Oh. yep. That's so hot. But, so X-Men Apocalypse is going to suffer. I'm I'm so bummed, too, because I was so looking forward to it. Right? Um, so, moving on to that, Robert Kirkman addresses The Walking Dead uh, passing the comics. Uh, one question that seems to be on the mind of every Walking Dead fan, even us included is what happens when the show passes the comics. Well, according to Robert Kirkman, that's not going to happen. In the newest issue, Letters Hacks section, the series writer um, and creator, <laughs> yeah, <it> says greeter, <laughs> creator <laughs> says, um, I can see how going from seven, issue 75 to 108 episodes may cause some concern, but the show does double back to the comic from time to time, which it does, yep. like presenting the Billy and Ben plot in a new way. Yep. Plus, we're still 54 issues ahead. Well, really, 54 and a half since the cliffhanger interrupted the events of issue 100. You look at it this way. It took us six seasons to get to 100. It won't take us six years to get to 200, and that will take us to season 12, and we'll still be ahead of the show at that point. And if the show is still going strong at season 12, well, that would be about the most amazing thing ever. So we'll all be too busy celebrating to worry about anything. So it's all, you know, it's true. He's got, he's going to have enough material. slow the show down. Or he's going to, like, or they're going to start. Going in a different direction. Pumping out more material. Or it's true. Well, I mean. We're on issue what? What was the last issue that came out? 150. 154. 154? Yeah, they're 54 issues. We're 54 issues ahead. So 154. Okay, so we're 54 issues ahead of the show. So by that, the time. By October, they're going to have, we're going to have what? Uh, May's issue? Yeah. June, July, August. Another. So we'll be at 160 before the show even comes back. Right. To air. So we'll be at 200 or close to 200 by the time the season seven finale comes around. And who knows? Like, they could do so much with All Out War. All Out War could be a season itself. Because that was bi-weekly. That was a yeah. lot of fucking issues. All Out War could be a season itself. It would uh, have to be. And it depends on how much they do with, like... And it, it depends on, like, if they decide to give us Negan's backstory at some point, which we're re- which is coming out in the Image Plus magazines and, and things like that. But Does that one come out again this week? Mm, I don't know when it comes it's out. Month, I think it's uh, next month, yeah. Oh, no, it's May now. So, yeah, there should be one this month. I don't know when, though. Batman comes out tomorrow. It does. But I'm... I I, I really... I mean, well, I guess that's good. 
at least we know that uh, the Walking Dead comics will hit 200. It's not going to be like Game of Thrones because right now season six of Game of Thrones they're caught is up, going they? all. They're past the book now. It's all going off of George R. 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 Martin's like script notes now. It's not. There's no source material anymore. So now the show is kind of like parted ways from the book. So, um, so basically, at least it's good to know that Walking Dead won't do that, and there'll be plenty of source material to go off of. Because we see what happens when you get a show that diverts from source material. Look at I.E. Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. Although I think Walking Dead would would stand on its feet a little bit better than Fear the Walking Dead if it went off on its own, or separated from the comics. But well, it's established but, now. Yeah. So it, it can. The only people that'll bitch are us comic book people. Yeah, us assholes. Yeah. <laughs> and the final topic of the night, what the fuck happened to the Power Rangers? They look terrible. Last week, thanks to Entertainment Weekly, we got our first look at the new Power Rangers, leaving a bad taste in many Power Rangers fans. They look modernized. Well, yes, they look very modernized. Not only that, you can't see him because he's cut off here. The Blue Ranger looks like Blue Beetle. Right. The only one that looks decent is the Black Ranger. So they have this whole, like, form-fitting armor thing going on, like Batman did, where they've got, like, this unnecessary, like, six-pack thing going. And... The big outcry of the women's costumes is that their boobs are lifted <laughs> and that they're wearing wedges in their boots. They're not flat-footed boots like the, the guys have. They have wedges on them, as you can see in the, the Yellow Ranger there. And the pink one. And the pink one. So, that make it harder for them to run. Yeah, or fight or do anything. Yeah. Like the, the one that looks closest to normal is like the Pink Ranger's helmet looks pretty close, and mm-hmm. so does the Red Ranger's, but those costumes are fucking terrible. <laughs> Like, this is definitely not our generation's Power Rangers. Or my well, generation's Power Rangers. You're probably a little too old for Power Rangers. Yeah. You probably passed you. I missed it. Or you it. caught, like, the very... You probably caught, like, the very beginning of it. Like, it was on, and I watched it, but it was, like... I kind of looked at it, like, out of the corner of my eye, like, yeah. what is this? Because it was, it was huge. Like, I caught on from the beginning, and it was a huge thing for me when I was a kid. But, like, it just... Like, okay, I, I said I was a fan of the Rita Repulsa modernization, which I am. I think that looks fantastic. She looks really, really good. But there's a, it comes to a point where modernizing goes too far. You can modernize the suits a little bit, and, but you don't have to go this drastic. You know, you, you don't have to go, okay, going from the claw, claw suit to making it look more like armor, but this is to the point where it's like fucking mech looking. Yeah. Well, maybe they're doing it for a pur- Maybe there's a purpose behind it that they haven't... Maybe explain to us yet, but like something. they look like literally like Stark Industries built them some fucking yeah. Iron Man suits exactly to go fight Rita Repulsa. It's it's fucking just god awful, man. I mean, the you're right. The blue one, it, it looks like it doesn't look good. It looks like it looks like the Blue Beetle. Yeah, it looks fucking terrible. The red one does. The Red Ranger doesn't look too bad. The the helmet was what kills me about the Red Rangers. Well, the the all their breastplates seem yeah. to be. You know what I mean? Like, they have, like, this bigger, like, breastplate that, like, sits up real, like, Mm -hmm. right at the solar plex. And they've got too many, like, that unnecessary, like, eight-pack thing going on. And then, like, the the women ones, they don't have that breastplate-looking thing. Like, theirs is still, like, different-looking. Yeah. Well, look look at the Red Ranger there. If you paint him red and gold, he's Iron Man. There's right. no doubt. He's got the arc reactor in his chest. Right. He's fucking Iron Man. I'm it, so, like, and only the oh, only the male ones have it too. Yeah. 
Well, so, you can't kind of see the the females could have them like sitting between their cleavage, their, their boob plate. Look at. Yeah, but it's it's just they're god awful costumes. Yeah. I'm not a fan of these costumes at all. Maybe at this is just a uh, a first. Maybe they'll adjust them. Maybe with the outcry, they'll adjust them. Maybe, hopefully. <laughs> but uh, that come that will conclude our show this week. We are. Only a few weeks away from our panel at, at, at uh, Phoenix Comic Con that is after the, the fucking convention ends. I know you were going to go there. I was waiting for it. So I decided to cut it off. Um, but yeah, come see us at Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, we want to thank everyone who came out to see us at New Comic Book Day at Drawn to Comics last weekend. I was there. That was a lot of fun. Um, we want to thank Drawn to Comics for hosting us for New Comic Book Day. Or Free Comic Book Day, I should say. Um, yeah. So we will, like I said... Thursday, we don't have a lot of books. We'll probably touch on the books we have a little bit because it's the final issue of Batman. We have to talk about so that. So we'll talk about that. And then we'll do our spoiler-filled spoiler review of Captain America Civil War. And hopefully the chimichanga will land. Hopefully, hopefully the chimichanga will return. <laughs> hopefully um, he, hopefully his, uh, his hallucinogenic spell will we'll wear come off. Down. And he'll, he'll wake up and pop his head out of the dumpster. and Yeah. Come back with a fucking, ta- car and fucking cock tattoo across his face. Maybe he'll take a shower and yeah, come on back. Bring dinner over so we have to stare at him while he eats before we do the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> that wouldn't be any different than any other any other Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday. Uh, but remember to like and subscribe to us on iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud, um, Podbean, Twitter. We really, really, really appreciate those iTunes reviews. So please keep those coming. Um, but yeah. I think that'll do it for us for this week. So for the Absolute Geek Podcast, I'm Matt. And I'm Kyle. And we will see you on Friday with our spoiler-filled review of Captain America Civil War. Have a great week, everyone. See you later.